This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, April 7th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downley. Here's today's headlines. Restaurants ask for pause on minimum wage hike. Rules relief, more money pledged on forgivable loans. And Farm Bureau, China sales lag. Tariffs drag down California exports with COVID-19 impacts coming soon. Agricultural exports have continued to help buoy the state's economy. That according to the latest report by Beacon Economics. The state's exports were down slightly in February over last year, yet agriculture products and raw materials were up nearly 5% to about $1.8 billion. The positive numbers were pulled down by re-exports, however, which were down 12%, adding to a recent trend. By commodity, shipments of agriculture products declined by nearly 3%. Beacon's trade advisor, Jack O'Connell, also had stark hopes as the impacts of the outbreak sink in. We do not expect the numbers to be as buoyant over the next two or three weeks, he said. With March payrolls declining by 700,000 across the nation, UCLA economist Edward Lemer agrees that the worst is yet to come. The data presents a stark reality but does not include terminations after March 12th. Unemployment claims since then are now adding up to more than 10 million. We're in trouble here, said Lemer. Seeking regulatory relief during the crisis, the California Restaurant Association has asked Governor Newsom to put on pause the state's minimum wage increases set for next year. It will be $14 for most businesses and rise to 15 in 2022. In a letter to the governor, President Jot Condi pleaded that there will be scorched earth on the employment and restaurant landscape once the crisis passes. Updating California's food safety guidelines goes online. The public can now take a more active role in drafting new food safety guidelines for California's leafy greens farmers. The Western Growers Association and California Leafy Greens Marketing Agreement launched a new website yesterday for organizing public discussions and taking comments for food safety programs. Sonia Salas said with the COVID-19 top of mind for industries, the important work of improving food safety continues with broad agricultural industry engagement and complete transparency among leafy green growers. Reclamation doubles water allocation for Friant. The U.S. Bureau of Reclamation announced yesterday it will deliver 40% of the contracted water allocation for the Friant Water Authority from the Central Valley Project. That is up from 20% allocation in February. The increase will allow Friant contractors to stretch their limited CVP water supplies further into the growing season, according to Michael Jackson, an area manager for reclamation. At the same time, the increase will reduce energy costs and potential subsidence concerns associated with the overpumping of the groundwater basin that occurred during the most recent drought. In national news, more money for forgivable loans is pledged. Banks and farm credit system institutions continue to be frustrated by the rollout of the Paycheck Protection Program, the massive forgivable loan initiative that they are charged with handling on behalf of the federal government. 
But Florida GOP Senator Marco Rubio, who worked to get the PPP included in the $2 trillion economic stimulus package known as the CARES Act, says the administration is working to address regulatory issues that have cropped up. Larry Kudlow, the chief White House economic advisor, said yesterday that President Trump would ask Congress for more money for the program if it's needed. Rubio thinks PPP will run out of money by late May. As for the glitches in the program, Kudlow said, I think we're doing okay, frankly. I know there are uh, always a few glitches, but I'd give it an A. Farm credit institutions look for outside help. Just getting on the SBA system to process applications was still a problem on Monday. On a call with stakeholders yesterday, USDA officials said that SBA was working to try to get the access issues resolved within 24 hours. That according to Mark Scanlon of the Independent Community Bankers Association. In an update to congressional offices yesterday, the Farm Credit Council said many farm credit institutions are racing to reinvent their own lending systems to be able to make a loan guarantee by SBA in the event that they get final SBA approval to move forward. Others are working to identify an outside vendor with deep experience in SBA lending that might be able to support farm credit customers. Now, do take note. One of the concerns among farmers is wages paid to H-2A workers couldn't be counted toward calculating how much of a PPP loan a farm could get because H-2A visa holders are not domestic employees. So far, banks have varied in whether they allow H-2A employees to count toward calculating loan payments, according to Chris Schulte, a lawyer with the D.C. firm C.J. Lake. Farm Bureau. U.S. ag exports to China sharply lagging. U.S. agricultural exports to China are lagging far behind what they need to be to finish the fiscal year at the $14.5 billion total that was forecast by USDA. That's according to a statement and data tweeted yesterday by American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton. USDA drew gasps when it forecast the meager $14.5 billion, but As of now, U.S. ag exports are only about halfway there at about $7.2 billion through February, according to Newton. Our current pace would put us between $10 and $11 billion, which is well below USDA's $14.5 billion. Newton told AgriPulse it needs to start to accelerate. The $756 million worth of U.S. ag exports in February would have to be roughly doubled in March and then stay far above historical averages to reach the USDA forecast for FY 2019, which runs through September. Ag groups plead to avoid fees at congested ports. Ships with containers full of everything from produce to livestock feed are getting hit with steep fees as the coronavirus slows trade and forces shipment to idle at docks. 80 groups representing ag and food shippers are begging the White House to intervene. These fundamentally unfair fees are frequently exorbitant in nature, even exceeding the negotiated freight rates in some cases, and render U.S. agriculture exports less competitive in the global markets. That the National Grain and Feed Association, National Chicken Council, U.S. Apple Association, and other groups in a letter to Larry Kudlow and Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue. 
The situation was extremely bad in China at the height of the country's battle to stem the spread of the virus, and port workers and truckers did not go to work. The work stoppage has lessened in recent weeks, but delays remain, according to industry officials who spoke with AgriPulse. HHS, rural hospitals struggle in pandemic. Rural hospitals have told the Department of Health and Human Services they need financial help to make it through the coronavirus crisis. Smaller, independent hospitals, such as those in rural areas, told HHS at a survey conducted at the end of March that they are at more risk because they are not part of a larger system. There is no mothership to save us, one hospital administrator told HHS, Office of Inspector General. Notably, some hospitals reported needing assistance in a matter of weeks in order to avoid insolvency, according to the IG report. So while we're at it, AgriPulse recently reported on the plight of rural hospitals finding that they were already struggling to stay open before the COVID-19 pandemic struck. But now they're in even more dire straits, in part because of the cancellation of elective surgeries and steep increases in price of personal protective equipment. Finally, here's today's He Said It. Our work isn't done, but we've shown that working together is a much more beneficial process than fighting our battles in the courts. That Roger Cornwell, a Yellow County farmer, in an op-ed in Cal Matters arguing for a more collaborative approach to managing Delta pumping. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, April 7th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.